This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. How in the world are you? Welcome to the broadcast. Appreciate you coming along for the ride today. If you'd like to participate, you can do that by dialing on your phone, 1-888-900-3393. You can follow me on my Twitter account, at JeffyMRA. You can follow me on my Facebook account, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on my Instagram account, at JeffyMRA. You can follow me on my Snapchat account. If you know what the handle is, let me know. I can't remember what my side. I know I have a Snapchat account because my children play with it all the time. <laughs> look, Dad, look at this filter. Uh-huh, give me my phone back. But I don't. I think it's at Jeffy MRA, actually. I think it is Jeffy MRA at Snapchat. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> I'll check the app during the break. Um, I don't, I mean, come on with the Snapchat. I mean, it's just the filters, right? You're just putting horns on everybody's head and ha, 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 ha. Right? Right? So it's been a busy week. I really don't know where to head. I've got, I've got a, a, a few fantastic stories that um, I'll, I'll give you an update on the automobile uh, that we talked about last week. Um, I'll give you uh, an update on the, uh, this NFL. I, I, I think I teased it last week. And it was just a, it's a fascinating story about where the NFL is kind of headed and how they're getting beat up for their use of painkillers and drugs and and uh, uh, how they, you know, cross the... It's just fascinating. And, and what's what's going to happen eventually is they're just going to shut the NFL down. And if that's what they want, God bless you. But I don't think you really do want that. I don't think you really do, but we'll see. And we had a busy week in politics. I mean, I don't even... We want to go there. I mean, there was a couple of cool things. The Trump with the, is it Angela? Is it Angie? Is it Angela? Is it Anja? Is it, what? what is it? Merkel from Germany. I mean, really, seriously, is it A? Is it Ange? Does Trump call her Ange? You know Trump calls her Ange. You know he does. Ange. Come here, we got a photo op. You know he does. You know he does. So they're sitting there in the whatever room they're sitting in. 
for their photo op, and he will not even barely look at her. Then the uh, all the, the photographers and the other press are, shake hands, shake hands, and he's ignoring them. He won't say anything. And you see, you see Ange. I think they want us to have a handshake. And Trump's like, huh. I'll get a good shot, send it back to Germany, make us look good. And then you hear the photographers and all the press, handshake, handshake, what a handshake. Not a chance. Trump won't even look at her. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. I'm kind of, kind of embarrassed for her because she's like, dude, we just shake my hand. You know, we're just sitting here, shake the hand for the photo op like we do all the time. No way. He's a, <clears throat> he's a fine president of the United States and he's representing this country great and he's going to make America great again. No question about it. I'm I'm just in in love with him. And we've got he's got his uh, he brought, brought brought out a whole mess of people that were all full of no's that are now yeses, but it's still not enough, Don. Still not enough. These are all the no's that are now yeses for uh, my health care plan. Gonna get it passed on? Oh yeah, we're gonna make America great again. I just heard a clip from his weekend radio show. It's really good. It's really good. He's he's the best. One thing that he did that did happen this week, though, that was actually really good, and it made me smile, and made me, and it made me happy. And this is one of the things that you like about President Trump, right? Is that uh, you know he doesn't believe in a lot of things that you know you really shouldn't believe in, which is good. Now, he believes in a lot of things that you really shouldn't believe in, too, which is a big problem. I'm not quite sure which road I, I like. But when he does something that you really like, he makes you feel good about it. And that's why he's where he's at, because he's done, you know, he does stuff you don't like, and you go, yeah, but. Okay, sure, yeah, but then there's this. And so his budget director, America's first budget, you know, the skinny budget that was just put out. Uh, Mick Mulvaney was at the press conference, the one of the daily press briefings, and he was talking about it. He was questioned about the cuts in science and climate change. Let's deal with, the, let's deal with the, them separately. Um, on science, we're going to function... We're going to focus on the core function. Um, there's reductions, for example, I think, in the uh, in the NIH, National Institutes for Health. Why? Um, thank you. Um, why? Um, because we think there's been mission creep. We think they do things that are outside their core functions. We think there's tremendous opportunity for savings. We recommend, for example, that a couple of facilities be combined, and there'd be cost savings from that. Again, this, this comes back to the president's business person view See? of government, which is if you took over this as a CEO and you look at this on a spreadsheet and go, why do we have all of these facilities? When, why do we have seven when we can do the same job with three? Won't that save money? And the answer is yes. So part of your answer is focusing on efficiencies and focusing on doing what we do better regarding the question as to climate change i think the president was fairly straightforward that we're not spending money on that anymore we consider that to be a waste of your money to go out and do that so that is a specific tie to his uh, to his campaign nice and see that's when you it warms warms your heart warms your heart when you hear that and then you know he does something that doesn't warm your heart you think So it's a good thing. He's going to make America great again, right? Now, I heard uh, earlier um, 
and yeah. the host that uh, comes on prior to this broadcast, uh, the pregame show, Michael Pelka, uh, who is now doing, uh, what's he doing for us now? He's on the air. So he's on the air more than me now. He's on uh, 11 to 2, Monday through Friday, no, noon to 3 Eastern, right? Noon to 3 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. And then we do a replay of him 7 to 10 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. My God, what are we doing? Anyway, he, uh, (laughs) because Buck Sexton, of course, moved to the Premier Radio Networks and Buck is on for us, uh, 10 to 1 Eastern, uh, which you can hear on the Blaze Radio Network. So, I mean, Apelka is just filling in. We're, uh, he'll be back to his regular live spot when uh, the actual Buck Sexton replacement happens. Don't get me started. I don't even want to. See, you, you're you going to make me walk down this line, and this is going to get me in trouble, so I'm not going to go there with you. Okay, just know I'm just telling you what the schedule is now. Okay? You doc? Glenn? Mike? Chris? Pat and Stu, Mike Replay, Buck Sexton Live, or Buck Sexton New, daily, from 10 to 1. And then we give you Glenn Replay again, Pat and Stu Replay again, you're back to Doc again. That's your Monday through Friday, 24-7, okay? Well, 24-5, 6, something like that. 24-6. <laughs> Sunday's a little different. Want me to go into that schedule for you, too? No, I won't. So, a lot's going on. A lot's happening. And I can't, you know, the car thing, I could go into that. Okay, so we'll give you the update on the car. Because last it's been, you know, last week was, I kicked it off with it. Might as well let you know where it stands. So, I, I decide that if they call me back, I'm going to keep the car. All right, so, I send an email and I tag... Everyone that I dealt with, because I, I, well, I, wh- whenever I dealt with anybody at the car dealership, I took one of their little business cards, just stuck it in my pocket, and it was in the envelope. So I just tagged them all with their email, and then I tagged the general, mo- the general manager. I sent the general manager, he was all by himself, and then I tagged everybody else. So I got an email back from the GM that said, hey, I'm out, I'm out of town. Um, here's two people that, you know, you need to email if you need help. I resent the email and tagged them. I had them at the front with everyone else retagged again, including the GM. And so, um, miraculously, one of those people called me. Hmm. It was I thought it was a fairly nice email. I wasn't being too angry. I was just explaining the issue. And I, you know, I reminded them that I was still in my five day window of just returning this thing and throwing it in their lap. And uh, I couldn't quite understand a couple of things. And they were kind enough to call me back. I, uh, it's my understand. They called me back uh, the, the morning of the fifth day. Huh. It's funny how that worked out. So uh, anyway, I talked to him. And um, my understanding is, all right, and I, and I decided if they call me back, I'm keeping the car. Right, I'll keep the car. Because I figure that they want to get the you know the issue resolved of the steering shaft. I can't think what the stupid thing is now. 
It's the steering shaft intermediate coupler. That's what it is. And so, plus, oh, I found something else out too. So I found something else. Plus, as I'm in the car, I'm sitting and I look down and I think, I remember for a fact looking at this car with my wife and seeing that they still had an ashtray and a cigarette lighter. And I remember, because we t- joked about it. We said, boy, that's a, you know, that you don't, you're not getting those. Those are gone now, right? But it's, there's an ashtray and a cigarette lighter. The cigarette lighter is missing. What the hell? Is that a safety feature now, too? Does the cleaning crew, you know, the... The, hey, we make the car look brand new when it really isn't. Uh, make the car look brand new and we detail it and they do, a, really, they do a great job. Um, but And they take the cigarette lighter? Is that the safety feature as well? So, anyway. And the, the uh, whatever the, the general manager's helper. I'm sure he'll appreciate that title. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember his title, but uh, it was at the you know the car dealership, AutoNation, and um, he said that uh, he wanted to, you know the general manager's. I uh, sent me an email because uh, I didn't. Uh, I, I, the first call he called uh, when you know what I missed it went right to voicemail. <laughs> Man, if, uh, if I'd only seen the call come in. And uh, so then he sent me an email after that, and he said that, you know, we needed to touch base. And he was really, really nice. And, and uh, you know, get the when I talked to him, uh, when I personally talked to him, he said, well, you know, when the plates come in, because I've got the paper plates, because heaven forbid you get to transfer plates in Texas. Well, there's no state income tax, but we got to nail you for every inch of something new. Did I say that out loud? And uh, so when you get a, any kind of new car, you got to get new plates. There's no transferring. There's none of that. The old plates get thrown in the trash. I guess it keeps the inmates working and, you know, it keeps you from not having to pay state income tax. Okay. And so I'm waiting for the new plates to come in. And he said, when the new plates come in, find me, come in, we'll get this thing worked out. So it's still not fixed. All right. It's still not fixed. It still is the annoying noise that it makes. Other than that, it's been. Great. You know, other than an annoying noise, that's not a safety issue, but probably is. And other than uh, my cigarette lighter missing, you smoke in the car, Jeff? No. You would you ever use? I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever use it, but it should be there. And another thing that I didn't complain about that I'm complaining about to you. Okay. I went out of my way to bring back both sets of keys to my trade-in, which is probably going to get put in a trash compactor anyway. I drove that other car into the ground. Both two sets of keys. So I go, when I pick up the car, he hands me one key with the, you know, with the key fob and uh, one key. I'm like, um, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Second key, okay? Gonna be an extra key hanging in the garage? Oh, you know, uh, we got to, sometimes they don't bring two back. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we, I don't know, make one. Make one. Because the, the sales guy looks at it and he goes, oh, that's one of those cheaper ones. You can get those pretty good price. Yeah, go get one. 
Anyway, so when it gets fixed or when I, when a new information comes, I'll let you know. But the people at AutoNation right now, uh, I'm not I'm not mad at them. They've done what they're supposed to do. They they came through. They 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 answered me in a timely fashion. They talked to me. They were very polite, very nice. Wanted to get the situation resolved. We'll see if the follow through actually happens. I hope it does. I want to continue to do business with them. As a matter of fact, there's no reason why they shouldn't advertise on this broadcast. Because <laughs> they're going to get some free advertising whether they want it or not. And I, I want it to be for the best. Corrado Nation. Uh, the franchise uh, here in Fort Worth Metroplex. Um Something else in that stupid car, too, that really ticked me off, but now I can't remember what it was. Didn't have anything to do with it. What was it? Oh, you know, the detailing people, they don't make enough money. They make those cars look so good. And then after a couple of days, you start going, hey, wait a minute. I didn't see that dent. Hey, wait a minute. When did that crack happen? I don't know what they do, but you don't pay the detailing people enough money. Because when you look at it and it's just parked, oh, look at that. There's nothing wrong with it. A couple days after detailing, ooh, man. Maybe I should just get it detailed every other day. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The Jeff Fisher Show. You know, I used to work for a guy. I've got a couple of minutes here before the bottom of the hour break here in the first hour. And I used to work for a guy that uh, used to, uh, you know, when he'd get mad at people uh, and get tired of talking to, to people uh, that were listening to the radio station, he would just open the newspaper and smoke a cigarette, turn his mic up real loud so you'd hear the newspaper move around, you'd hear him pop his Zippo and smoke. <sighs> and you'd hear, I'm not talking to them right now. They've made me mad. And people would get so mad. And and you as a listener know, just want you to know that. 
He was just yanking your chain. There's no reason for you to get mad. He was just, he wanted you to get mad, so he'd call and fight with him. And it worked. So great. He was a mean, nasty. And I loved him. (laughs) And those of you that are old school radio listeners, you know who he is. Bob Lasseter, old grouch. Love the dingleberry grouch old man. I would like to talk to him now about the things going on in the world because he would have a very, very different side road thoughts on what's happening in the world right now. And speaking of what's happening in the world, I'm concerned. Um, North Korea. Oh, man, am I worried about North Korea. You know, I'm not really. I'm not. Um, They can do whatever they want, and we can blow them off the planet Earth, and I'm pretty much okay with that. Uh, We just blew up North Korea. Darn. Uh, Time's lunch. I mean, I'm not. North Korea is China's problem, first of all. I don't know why, where the heck we're all worried about them. Because, well, he said he's going to bomb us. He's going to bomb us. No, he's not. No, he's not. That crazy little Kim Jong swing swum, whatever he is. He just wants money and a little bit of power. He's. No, it's okay. And Tillerson knows. Uh, no, uh, we'll blow you up before you even come close to getting to us. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show is on. What is a lost art in America? Being mean to customers and still have the customers. I, you know, the wheeling and dealing and the the bartering with the old guys, you know, for merchandise. And that's a lost art. That's, I used to love going to those stores when I was, when I was younger and broke. (laughs) Kerr. I am now. Uh, I used to love going to those stupid stores and bartering for stuff with those old men. It was so much fun. And there's now that they don't exist anymore. Everybody thinks whatever they have. Um, do we, I, I know you have twenty five dollars on this, but it's really only worth about ten. And I've got five. So how about I give you five? Twenty five. That's what it is. If you're not going to pay it, get out. I mean, a little wheeling and dealing, bartering something. Tell me ten. Tell me fifteen. Something. And then the old ladies at some of the thrift stores who used to be able to. If you went in with cash, you always had to pay what was on the ticket, okay? But when you were broke, cur, you'd go in with a pocket full of change, and you'd pay with change, so the old ladies would feel sorry for you. You'd buy some new shirts, you know, and some stuff for, you know, for clubbing. <laughs> Night out on the town, you know, a little Goodwill partying, partying outfit. And now you'd, how much is it? She'd start ringing Bring it up the shirts and you pull out the pocket full of cash and throw the coins on the counter. Oh, you can this and she'd throw in a couple shirts. You wouldn't even ring up two or three of the shirts, you know, because you're paying with change. You don't get those days back. Today's world is like, is that all you got? 
You're not getting those three shirts. You don't have enough for those three shirts. Anyway, I, I have no idea why I'm what I'm rambling about. Seriously, I don't. I, I don't. I don't even know what brought it on, except that I wanted to. I was remembering some guy that used to sell me stuff at a thrift junk store, and uh, he would always he would barter and stuff. But some stuff, there were a couple of things that I really wanted from that he wouldn't barter on. I think he knew I really wanted them, so he wasn't going to barter with me. That's what it says on it. No, but I really, you know, come on. It's too much. I can't afford I, Let me work something out. Go make some more money. That's what I do. I know, but maybe if I come back, you know, it'll be gone. Why can't, you know, all I've got right now is this. Maybe we can work something out. That's a real shame. You ought to try to see if there's something else back there for you. I mean, he was such a bastard. And I loved him. He'd sit back there behind his counter up there and smoke his cigarettes, and his wife would bring him lunch, and then she'd be running around the store. And a big, big piece of property, you know, building with stuff everywhere. And he knew. I mean, he had like a laser. It's in the back corner, third counter down. You stupid. I mean, he was great. But <laughs> those guys are long gone, man. Just uh, buying buying uh, uh, lots of houses from people that are dying and you just go and you buy it all and you take what you want and sell it. Um, just buy estates and sell them. I mean, I, I know they exist and people still do it, but I you don't see the... Apparently, those types of stores don't fit well in the neighborhoods with nice houses. I know. I, don't look at me. I'm, you know, I'm fine with it. But apparently, the HOAs are like, no, no, you can't. You can't have those stone statues sitting out in front of your house with for sale signs on them from Millie's house downtown. No, can't have that. And uh, no, um, the 18 water fountains that you've got out front, you can't have those there either, baby. The HOAs, not, we're, not, we're not doing that. But he, then he had this room with like fireplace mantles and pictures. And I was so, he had some really cool stuff. And I, and I just, and I liked messing with him too. Because he would barter with some stuff. You, I mean, there was a, and there was a guy who used to be in downtown St. Petersburg that was great. I mean, he would barter always. I mean, he would start out. It was kind of like I remember going uh, when the first time that uh, Glenn Beck and myself went to Israel. We went to the Middle East, and you go to the old uh, old town Jerusalem, and those guys all barter, and they start out high and go low. And like, if you are willing to pay what they originally give you as a price then they're going to charge you more it's like uh well how much uh how much for this oh that right there uh, it's a dollar oh okay oh wait did, did, and you're like okay and they look at it and they go oh wait did you you meant this right here yeah no that's dollar 50 because you're already they already got you for on the hook for what you want so you got to wheel it you mean you got to barter how much is this uh, that's a dollar you know I, I give you 50 cents Fifty cents. I've already. I've spent two dollars on this thing. I'm taking a loss selling it to you for a dollar. And for, you know, you walk out of there with eighty cents or something. But I mean, it's the barter. It's, it's so much. There. And that's a lost art. I, I love it. I love bartering with those guys like that. And most people in today's world, if you just joke around about them, they look at you like, "What are you talking about?" And the cashiers at the grocery stores forget about it. Ring it up. Ding. And it doesn't ring up. So I'll give you I'll give you a buck. 
Oh, I can't do that. Um, I need to call my manager. Here's I just ring up a dollar and put it in the bag. It's not that hard. I know, but I have to call my manager. You know, by the time you're done screwing with him, you've already wasted. Well, it's not wasted my time because I'm having fun doing it. But you've wasted their time and the people in line are, you know, they're getting a little frustrated at you. Because <laughs> the guy's going, you know you're not getting it for a buck, right? <laughs> you know that, right? I got to go, okay? Let's get we move it along. <laughs> I know, but I might get it for a buck. I just ring it up for a dollar. Some of the old ladies will. I mean, I mean, some of the elderly employees that are cashiers, they will. They'll look at it and it won't ring up. Ding, and I think it was a buck. Okay. And in the bag it goes. I, the, go, good, good. Now, you know, the younger ones, if you say, uh, I think it was buy, I think those were free today. I don't think so. I have to check. Okay. You know, at least the elderly ones. Like, I think those are free today. Yeah, not these. Not this brand. You know, at least they play along a little bit. You get something out of it. Anyway, who knows? I just miss I missed the bartering is fun. The bartering is fun. It makes it, it makes it worthwhile where you go back and forth with a few people. And there were a couple of people that I remember that were great at it. And they were that I dealt with and they were also great to make you think that they were, you were, you were robbing them. I mean, they were, Oh, I mean, I can't even believe I'm thinking about selling it to you at that price right now. Okay. My children are going to starve because I'm selling you this for $10. I mean, that's how they, I mean, it's great. It's great. And everybody walks away happy, right? You get something you want. They get a price they're happy with. We smile and we walk away and everybody's happy. And you had and you had spent a few minutes haggling back and forth and having fun. Come on now. Now I know that many people are like, I just want to go in the line. I want it to ring up twenty five cents and I want to get out the store. I don't want to deal with any other human beings ever. I don't want to talk to other people. I don't want to know other people. In fact, what I'd like to do is walk in and not talk to anyone, not have to do anything, put it in my shopping cart and walk out, you know, like the Amazon stores do, so I don't have to deal with anyone, okay, because I hate people. Well, okay. If you're that kind of person, then God bless you. Okay. But I, I, I don't mind. And I know we've covered this ground before, but I'm kind of okay with human interaction once in a while. I know. I know. Call me, uh, call me crazy. But I'm okay with human interaction, and you can quote me on that. All right? All right. Can we actually maybe, t- we'll take a break, and we'll actually start doing some. <laughs> Some kind of broadcast that's, I don't know, what's driving This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Thousands of motorists were brought to a standstill when police conducted a massive roadblock to find three crime suspects. Twelve lanes of traffic shut down. Swarms of armed government agents 
combed through a giant traffic jam performing warrantless vehicle-to-vehicle searches. It's all for your safety. When you see the footage from above, it's amazing. Miles of cars were stranded. Motorists confined to their vehicles. No explanation for more than an hour. People trying to get out, exiting their vehicles to see what was going on, met with hostility from the police. Uh, One lady even reported she was opening her door to vomit and the police were like, close your door. The motors were approached by armed agents, ordered at gunpoint. I don't necessarily know that they were being pointed at them, although it's very possible. The pictures I always saw were just, you know, officers carrying rifles. They weren't necessarily pointing them, but I'm sure that they were ready to at all times. Uh, to submit to these searches of the interior of their vehicles, uh, they were going car to car. Pop the trunk, pop the trunk as they were looking inside of the vehicles as well. Now, one man said the truck next to him called out uh, the police. They're looking for bank robbers. And a short time later, nine of the officers approached his car. <laughs> what did you get for hollering? Making yourself known. Uh, among their commands to the motorists, stay in your car, pop the trunk, get your hands up the steering wheel, get your hands up where we can see them. All for your safety. That's kind of, um, I don't know. I mean, it's darn near martial law. Now you say, no, Jeff, it's not. It's for your safety. Criminals were out there. You don't want the criminals trying. I'm driving down an interstate at 80 miles an hour. Is a criminal going to jump in my car? No. No, I got it. Jeff, they're on the highway. They're not trying to get in your car. They're trying to get away. And if they don't stop the traffic on the interstate, then they'll get away. Okay. All right, fine. But to... And look, we've given the write-up a long time ago, right? A DUI checkpoints, all of it. We've given that up a long time ago. So this just doesn't surprise me. It's just kind of frustrating that they're looking for would-be criminals and we're going to just stop traffic. I mean, the interstate, both ways, shut down blocked and they're going to tell you we're checking your car you can't say anything about it if you don't have anything to worry about what are you worried about if you're not doing anything what are you worried about Uh, how about no Uh, you know what no i'm not gonna pop my trunk be interesting to see what would happen i don't know death (laughs) several bullet holes comes to mind uh drug out of your car but it just the you know the police state is you think to yourself nah there can never be martial law this is America this is America there can never be martial law they shut down interstates they shut down this interstate and block you off you're done you're going to get home to your weapons no Not going to happen. It's just not. It's just a, it's unbelievable. Now, thankfully, you know, the bank, and, you know, for our safety, the bank robbery suspects are in custody. 
I-270 is reopened. Oh, goody. Goody, goody. Everything's okay then. We're all safe. And so are you. That's special. This drives me a little bit crazy. And, and you really, do you, I, I don't know that I want to be the one to say no. I mean, I want to be the guy that says, yeah, look, I'm not in there. I'm not the bank robber and I'm not harboring any kind of criminal. But I'm not going to open my trunk either. Okay, so I'm just going to be right here. Why are you pointing those rifles at me and starting to break into my car and drag me onto the road? Why? So, you know, it may be a little bit easier to just comply. <laughs> Say, sure. And I just popped it for you. Take a look. That will be right here. I'm going to, uh, okay, if I step outside to smoke, no, no, okay, I'll stay right here. I'm good. I'm good. Anybody need anything or you just want us to stay in the car? Come on now. Come on. So you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Follow me on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram, JeffyMRA. My Twitter account, as I'm looking through uh, notifications, uh, a couple of uh, a couple of things trending right now. My least favorite four words, and I made a quick scroll, and they didn't. Uh, my least favorite four words didn't show up yet. No, get off me, uh, and I hate hearing that. And uh, another person uh, commented on one of our promos uh, that aired uh, here on the Blaze Radio Network. That uh, talked about uh, what? What is the podcast? Forty acres and a mule, or what is it? Yeah, forty. What is it? Forty acres and a fool. Yeah, forty acres and a. F- it's not a mule. It's a fool. It's okay. It's close. Oh, we're coming off the end. I don't have time. All right, that's all right. But hey, he was commenting on my Twitter account saying that pregnant pig commercial was the best thirty seconds of commercials on the Blaze. So we'll have to give a listen and see if there are any pit eggs for uh, pig updates from 40 acres and a mule what's it what's the name of it again oh yeah yeah this is the jeff fisher show only on the blaze radio network